Welcome to Capital Musings Milestones, a podcast featuring insightful news about UNCDF's mission to make finance work for the least developed countries. If you're looking to stay up to date on the latest impactful news and events related to UNCDF's initiatives, you're in the right place. We'll cover UNCDF's mission and initiatives on inclusive digital economies, women's economic empowerment, climate and sustainable finance, advancing digital payments, climate action, network expansion, shared learning for adaptation, successful promotion of digital finance, off-grid solar solutions, local government's adaptation to climate change. We've got a lot of exciting stories to cover, so let's dive right in. First up, we'll be discussing the success of the UNCDF-EU-OACPS Technical Workshop Series in advancing digital payments and financial inclusion across the Eastern Caribbean. It's amazing to see how digital technology can be used to improve financial access for those who need it most. Next, we'll turn our attention to the recent Cyclone Freddy and the incredible locally-led climate action in Mozambique that saved lives in its wake. It's an inspiring reminder of the power of community-led solutions in the face of natural disasters. Then, we'll move on to the expanding network of agents with Zamani Cash in Niger. The growth of this network is helping to bring more financial services to underserved communities in the region. Another exciting development is the recognition of local as part of the climate finance solution by EU commissioners and ministers from member countries. It's a significant step forward in the effort to address the challenges of climate change. How about some good news from Uganda? The Bright Life Project is bringing bright lights to off-grid Ugandans, improving access to energy and making a real difference in people's lives. We'll also be discussing the vital role that local governments are playing in driving community adaptation in Benin through the use of local. It's a powerful example of how local solutions can have a global impact. For our interview segment, we'll be sharing the story of Moklesur Rahman, a true change agent in his community's fight for climate resilience. His inspiring story reminds us of the importance of individual action in creating a better future for all. Finally, we'll wrap up with a look back at a decade of local adaptation and its impact on United Action on Climate Finance. It's incredible to see how far we've come and the progress that we've made in addressing the challenges of climate change. UNCDF, the European Union, and the Organization of African, Caribbean, and Pacific States, OACPS, recently hosted a three-day in-person workshop in Trinidad and Tobago with another 150 attendees participating virtually. The event was part of their Global Partnership on Digital Finance for Resilience and aimed to promote digital finance and financial inclusion across the Eastern Caribbean. The workshop was supported by the United Nations Development Program, UNDP, and attended by ministers, regulators, and stakeholders who are committed to advancing the digital finance agenda in the region. During the event, the Honorable Mr. Colum Imbert, the Minister of Finance of Trinidad and Tobago, emphasized the importance of financial inclusion in global development and economic recovery. The workshop covered topics such as regulating e-money and fintech, licensing and supervising digital payment services, and cybersecurity. Attendees benefited from learning about lessons from leading experts and mapping possible solutions for regional regulators. The ambassador of the European Union, Peter Cavendish, highlighted the central role of digital technologies in increasing access to affordable financial products and services, as well as accelerating economic recovery 
from the coronavirus pandemic. Escipian Oliveira Gomez, Assistant Secretary General for the Secretariat of the OACPS, emphasized the importance of peer exchanges in promoting the integration of African, Caribbean, and Pacific countries into the global market. UNCDF Program Manager Bram Peters and UNDP Resident Representative Gerardo Noto reiterated their organization's commitment to supporting digital finance and financial inclusion in the Eastern Caribbean. With over 80 in-person participants and 150 virtual attendees, the workshop was deemed a success. The collaborative effort of the UNCDF, EU, and OACPS in promoting digital finance and financial inclusion across the Eastern Caribbean shows a significant step forward. With continued support from these organizations, this will pave the way for more digital transformation in the region. Next, today we are talking about Cyclone Freddy and how it impacted Mozambique. Unfortunately, this is the second time that Mozambique has been hit by this cyclone, causing significant disruption to critical services and destroying development gains in the country. However, one bright spot in this situation is that locally-led climate action has helped to save lives and reduce displacement. The Improving Local Climate Resilience in Mozambique, MERSIM, program is doing some amazing work in this area. The program, which is funded by the European Union and supported by the United Nations Capital Development Fund, UNCDF, has led to fewer deaths and displacements than in previous cyclones. Ana Momade, a resident of Mopeya district, was able to seek shelter at a local school, one of the resilient infrastructures provided by MERSIM when Cyclone Freddy hit. Mozambique is among the top three African countries most vulnerable to climate change, having experienced six cyclones and two tropical storms in the last decade, affecting around 4 million people. The MERSIM program, established in 2019, focuses on four districts in Zambezia and Nampula provinces and is using UNCDF methodologies to strengthen local government's capacity to deliver climate resilient services and enhance decision-making processes based on local knowledge. This program employs a participatory, gender-sensitive, and bottom-up approach, engaging local communities in identifying their greatest needs. It's great to see that the program is expanding and now covering 10 districts in four provinces, thanks to an agreement signed by the government of Mozambique and the European Union in March of this year. What's really impressive about MERSIM is that it channels climate finance through the National Public Financial Management System to local government authorities for locally-led adaptation using performance-based climate resilience grants. This has helped to build resilient infrastructure and strengthen local communities, which is incredibly important when it comes to mitigating the effects of climate change. Overall, the success of MERSIM in reducing the impact of cyclone demonstrates the importance of locally-led climate action and investment in resilient infrastructure. Now turning our attention to West Africa, where Zamani Cash, a digital financial services provider, is expanding its agent network in Niger with the support of UNCDF, the European Union, and the Organization of African, Caribbean, and Pacific States, OEACP, to enhance financial inclusion and access to digital financial services. In Niger, where the financial inclusion rate is around 14%, digital finance has the potential to make financial services more accessible, especially for underserved populations. The COVID-19 pandemic has led to an increase in the use of mobile phones and mobile money services, with Zamani's active client base increasing from 43,739 
to 83,500 between November 2019 and July 2020. UNCDF sees the expansion of digital financial services as an opportunity to increase the financial inclusion rate in Niger. This expansion depends in part on the agent network that facilitates access and use of services. In June 2022, Zamani Telecom received a $300,000 grant to expand its Zamani Cash sales points throughout Niger. As of June 2022, 70 Zamani Cash kiosks have been manufactured, with 38 currently being deployed in Nayame and its outskirts, and 32 installed in the regions of Dasso, Tahua, and Maradi. Three hubs are currently being operationalized in Dasso and Zinder, and 17 Zamani Cash kiosk agents have been trained in the Dasso region. With the expansion of the Zamani Cash agent network, Zamani Telecom aims to serve 100,000 new customers in peri-urban and rural areas contributing to their financial inclusion through its digital financial services. The urgency of climate change was the key topic at a recent ministerial meeting in Brussels. Ministers from climate vulnerable nations and the EU Commissioner for International Partnerships gathered to discuss the need for increased resources and funds to support adaptation efforts. They urged the use of the Local Climate Adaptive Living Facility, or LOCAL, managed by UNCDF, to increase access to climate finance. The meeting highlighted the devastating impact of climate change, including droughts and rising temperatures that could lead to potential conflicts if adaptation efforts aren't increased. The LOCAL mechanism is already showing positive outcomes in countries like Mali, helping to improve local development skills and reduce poverty. But the demand for support is growing. Currently, LOCAL works with 34 countries and has mobilized over $150 million for more than 2,100 adaptation projects. The EU and its member states have provided the majority of funds, with the EU contributing over $58 million and countries like Sweden, Denmark, and Belgium also providing significant support. Through the LOCAL facility, local governments receive climate finance for locally-led adaptation projects. The performance-based climate resilience grants incentivize good practices and results. Last year, the International Standard Organization published ISO 14093, based on the local mechanism and implementing country experiences. Moving forward, the local board aims to expand local to 42 countries and gather resources of $500 million by 2027. Ministers emphasized the need for urgent action and increased access to climate finance to address adaptation needs and combat the worsening impacts of climate change. BrightLife is making a huge impact on the lives of Ugandans in the newly formed city of Arua. The social enterprise founded by Finca International is providing off-grid solar solutions that are improving quality of life and boosting economic productivity. Arua is a rapidly growing city, but unfortunately, it still struggles with limited access to electricity for its 72,400 residents and 20% of all refugees entering the country. Many areas of the city go dark after sunset, and this is having a negative impact on businesses and families. Although the Ugandan government is working to connect the region to the national grid, progress is slow. Bright Life, a Uganda-based social enterprise, is stepping in to provide solar solutions and financing packages to off-grid locals. The company's partnership with Finca Uganda enables clients to transition into formal financial inclusion. Bright Life's solar products have helped locals like Desu Karin, 
who uses the energy to power warming lights for her poultry business and improve her family's quality of life. It's inspiring to see how a simple solution can make such a huge difference. UNCDF supports the Bright Life Initiative, which has impacted over 200,000 people by providing clean energy and addressing sustainable development goals in least developed countries. As Bright Life continues to expand its reach and impact, more families and businesses in Arua and other off-grid areas will benefit from sustainable energy solutions. This will not only improve their livelihoods, but also contribute to the region's economic growth. It's great to see the power of renewable energy making a positive impact on people's lives. Local governments in Benin are taking action to help communities adapt to the challenges presented by climate change. The local climate adaptive living facility was designed over a decade ago. Its purpose is to provide funding to local governments for locally led adaptation efforts in response to the impacts of climate change. One example of success can be found in Tampagre, Benin, where Chef d'arrondissement Chenti Coutre is responsible for implementing decisions made by the local council related to public order and community affairs, including climate change. Small-scale farmers have been struggling due to shorter rainy seasons and challenges in accessing water. However, with the help of local grants, local government officers like Coutre are raising awareness about climate change and building water sources that are resistant to its effects. The Tampagre arrondissement of Tucantuna commune is made up of six farming villages with more than 10,000 people relying on non-industrialized farming. Local System of Performance-Based Climate Resilience Grants, or PBCRG, is helping institutionalize the approach to climate adaptation in Benin. With the help of technical experts, local governments can identify vulnerable regions and communities and draft eligible investment plans for effective and sustainable adaptation supported by local grants. In addition to funding, local also provides technical support and capacity building. Local governments receive training through the local administration center, CFAL, with strong results demonstrated at the local level. The government and UNCDF are committed to expanding these activities throughout Benin and further incorporating the PBCRG approach into national systems to benefit communities facing climate change challenges. Have you ever wondered what can be done to help a community affected by climate change? Well, in Dolua Union, Bangladesh, Mukhlesar Rahman has been able to deliver impactful solutions using the local climate adaptive living facility, local approach. He has earned the nickname Change Agent for his work in helping his community facing climate change-related challenges. Residents in Dalua Union experience flash flooding and waterlogged roads on a daily basis as a result of climate change. However, with the local approach, grants are channeled to local government authorities to finance locally identified climate resilience projects. This initiative, also known as the Local Government Initiative on Climate Change, LOGIC, is implemented in seven climate-vulnerable districts throughout Bangladesh. So far, 852 Performance-Based Climate Resilient Grants, PBCRG, have been delivered by LOGIC. Thanks to LOGIC's support, Moklesur Rahman was able to spearhead the construction of a road and canal project that has been a game-changer for 1,464 households. The project has made it easier for residents to access important services such as schools, health facilities, and religious places. In addition, 
a solar-powered irrigation system has allowed local farmers to experiment with new crops and farming practices. This system has generated around $100,000 in earnings for 350 farmers. All in all, about 1,950 men and 1,800 women are benefiting directly from the logic projects in Dolua Union. This success story highlights the power of locally-led adaptation to climate change. By working together and with support from committed leaders like Moklasur Rahman, transformative changes can be made for the betterment of affected communities. Finally, the UN Capital Development Fund's Local Climate Adaptive Living Facility, or LOCAL for short, is hosting its 10th annual board meeting in Brussels. Representatives from 34 countries are gathering to exchange knowledge, experiences, and develop strategic priorities for community-level climate change adaptation. LOCAL is a flexible mechanism for channeling climate finance to the subnational level. This means that communities are able to implement adaptation actions that are identified and prioritized locally. LOCAL was first conceived and tested in Bhutan and Cambodia over a decade ago, and has since mobilized over $155 million for thousands of small-scale adaptation projects that have had a significant impact. This 10th annual local board meeting is an important milestone event that offers a unique opportunity for countries to coordinate and align their priorities to achieve maximum impact. The majority of local countries are among the world's least developed, with many being small island developing states or African nations. Despite facing significant climate change challenges, they lack the necessary resources for adaptation. This is why local countries are calling for more international climate finance to help meet their adaptation needs. Unfortunately, the promise made by industrialized nations in 2009 to deliver $100 billion a year for climate change adaptation and mitigation has not yet been fulfilled, leaving many local countries struggling to adapt to the changes. Additionally, only a small percentage of funds are directed to national and subnational authorities for climate action. This year's local board meeting is themed Making the Climate Finance Infrastructure Work for the People. Its primary goal is to evaluate the possibilities of boosting international forums' influence and rapidly increasing access to climate finance, ultimately enhancing community-level climate change adaptation efforts. On this episode of Capital Musings, we covered UNCDF's work in promoting inclusive digital economies, women's economic empowerment, climate and sustainable finance, along with updates on advancing digital payments, climate action, workshops and programs in Trinidad and Tobago and Mozambique, off-grid solar solutions in Uganda, and the local climate adaptive living facilities progress in promoting local adaptation to climate change. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As we wrap up this episode of Capital Musings Milestones, let's take a moment to remind us that despite the challenges LDCs face, there is hope and progress being made. Every day, UNCDF will continue its efforts to nurture innovative initiatives in the LDCs. As always, we appreciate your support and look forward to sharing more episodes filled with fresh ideas and empowering stories. If you found this episode helpful, please help us reach new listeners by sharing it on social media using the hashtag Capital Musings or taking a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to Capital Musings on your preferred streaming platform, or you can visit our dedicated website at podcast.uncdf.org. 
And finally, don't forget to visit UNCDF's news section at uncdf.org news to stay informed about our latest projects and initiatives. Thank you for listening and until the next episode.